Angular Rocks. What? What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Angular Air. I'm your host, Justin Schwarzenberger. Getting a little help from my daughter here today. Uh, we got an amazing show for you, so let's get right into it. Joining us today as panelists, we've got Mike Brocky. Mike, what's going on? Uh, not too much. I don't have my uh, cookie hat because I am traveling this week, so I forgot to just throw my hood on. So is that your uh, Jedi or your Sith look? We'll, we'll see how the episode progresses. Nice, nice. We got uh, Austin McDaniel with us. Austin, what's going on? How's it going, everyone? <laughs> always got to feel good to take that head off, right? It's got to be always it's hot, so hot. It's so hot under there. <laughs> awesome. And our guest today, we got Shmela joining us. Shmela, how's it going? Hey, how are you? How are Love the hat. That hat is awesome. What's the, what's uh, what do you got on the front of that? Can you see that? Hmm. That's a girl sticker. Sweet. Sweet. Those are cool. Yeah. And we got Zach joining us. Zach, how's it going? Fantastic. Hi, everybody. Awesome. Okay, so today we are going to have a discussion show. We're going to be talking about NG Girls and NG Atlanta. Uh, so why don't we just get right into it and uh, start talking uh, NG Girls first. So Shmuela, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what is NG Girls? Um, all right, so NG Girls is an organization where we try to promote diversity in tech, uh, in programming. So um, uh, we're targeting at the moment uh, women in tech. We've been doing uh, some activities. Um, the first activity was uh, last November, so it's pretty new. And, uh, it's really fun. And the last one was uh, to, uh, yesterday, actually. Nice, nice. So, real, okay. So, really, before we start on that, is it NG Girls? Is it Angular Girls? What? How should we refer to it? Uh, it's NG Girls. Yeah, but you know how Twitter is like if it's already taken. <laughs> right, right, right. All right. So I wanted to clear up how how you want to brand it. So cool, very cool. Okay, so this started. Uh, tell us about your, your the first event when you started it out. Like, how did you get? Did you, did you come up with the idea? Was it you? Like, give us the backstory here. All right. So uh, I will take you back three years ago. Um, I was accepted to Django Girls that was in uh, Berlin. It was the first Django Girls event. Uh, and um, it was a part of PyConf. And it was the same concept of like what we do today in NG Girls. There was um, it was a workshop, a whole day workshop with a tutorial that uh, we just follow this tutorial. We're sitting in groups, and we had mentors from all over Europe that came especially to help us, um, and really motivated me to keep on doing this, to keep on programming. I saw this um, great. Uh, women who were into coding and all the mentors that are really, really nice. There were uh, women and men, and they were really nice and really wanted to help us. So I got um, some experience there, that uh, some very positive experience. So um, I remembered that, and actually I said it was part of uh, PyConf, and so all the Janko girls could continue on to the uh, to them. 
conference. And that's actually where I got this hat. It's actually a red hat. <laughs> um, oh, maybe maybe take it off a little bit. It's a bit hot here in Israel. Uh, <laughs> so um, um, since then, I have been been doing lots of uh, Python. Uh, but I started uh, learning and getting into Angular, which was really, really awesome. Um, then I remembered this event, and I thought, hey, why not do the same? So I got in touch with the Django girls, and they, uh, they supported me with their resources, which are open source. So ng-girls resources are also open source. The tutorial is, uh, is there on GitHub and Gitbooks. Um, and we just organized, uh, me and a few friends, uh, an event. We found a place. It was in Google campus uh, here in Tel Aviv. Um, we started um, promoting it on Facebook, because that's uh, how you promote things in Israel here. So uh, lots of mentors came to help us, and lots of participants uh, applied. And so it was a really, really great event. So. We have uh, an introduction uh, in the beginning, an introduction to Angular, to Angular, how to work with the CLI. And then they start working with the tutorial. And of course, with the help of the mentors. Um, that usually is from 9 to 5, a whole day. So some people volunteer and even uh, take a day off from, uh, from the work. Um, and. Um, that's it. So, so they, they do a tutorial of a to-do list in Angular with the Angular CLI and uh, trying to put in, in some uh, best practices also, because it's really important uh, when you start. And um, by the end of the day, of course, not everybody gets to the same point. Not everybody finishes the tutorial. But uh, uh, we totally support them afterwards if they want to uh, keep uh, uh, complete, completing the tutorial, they can uh, talk to us and to the mentors, and we'll just help them. Um, so, so how was that? Uh, first one, did you? Was it a lot of work to put together? I mean, did you? Uh, and did you? What was the expectation of that? Uh, as far as how many people you got to come in, uh, both the mentors and the attendees, was it kind of? Were excited about was there a large number that came up and I mean I know in terms of like starting up a user group or starting up some type of event like this it's it's you know probably a lot of anxiety of am I going to reach the people am I going to get the people am I going to get the help and what's all it going to entail like like how was that first experience for you? Uh, wow so um, well first of all in here in Tel Aviv and in Israel we've got lots of companies and lots of places that can host such events um, so uh, and me being already in the meetups uh, scene and uh, helping up and even um, uh, organizing my own meetup uh, I knew how to reach uh, for these uh, companies and places um, and here, Google Campus just gives a free space to every any event com uh, community event. Uh, so I just had to pick a day that it was, um, you know, free for during the day. Um, and um, I didn't, I don't really have experience in promoting things and uh, reaching out to sponsors. So that was a tough thing to do. I uh, only got. Uh, some sponsors, but it was just enough for this event. 
and um, like I said, Facebook is really a um, useful tool for promoting uh, events to the people themselves, to the participants and the mentors. So we've got a few uh, Facebook uh, groups about JavaScript and about Angular. So that these were my channels, my main channels. So we've got really the perfect um, size of a uh, group size and uh, number of participants and number of mentors. So we've got like the exactly the the number that we needed. So of course we had more participants applying, but in the end some of them couldn't come, and maybe some of them were too um, advanced in Angular, so this uh, wouldn't, um, wouldn't be the right thing for them. They could uh, maybe um, apply to some other uh, activity that we might organize. Uh, so in the end, we had exactly the right number of participants, which was something like four, 45 and 15 mentors. And we had uh, the whole space, uh, the whole house full. Um, and so you could see the whole open space here in the campus. Um, I'm, I'm here, by the way, I'm at the same place right now. Uh, we have the whole space um, like packed, and everybody was sitting on their computers and really uh, into it, really concentrating with it. And that from the side, that was wonderful. That was really, really what made me feel great and made me see that this event was successful. That, that's sweet. That's sweet. What um, what was the uh, attendees like in terms of are they people that were uh, currently working on Angular at a job? Are they people trying to get into Angular, get into tech? Like, was it a mix? Do you have kind of a yeah. feel for that? There was a mix. So um, apparently, um, we couldn't reach to real uh, enough to beginners. But I think that's also OK, because to start working with Angular, you should know a little bit uh, about the concepts of programming, at least. So either JavaScript or something else, and to understand just a little bit HTML. So that's OK. If you're really a total beginner, there are lots of other uh, options for you here in the area, in Israel, and in the world. There are lots of uh, other organizations that can do that. And we also think about um, uh, doing some courses or, or events for uh, beginners. Um, but um, step by step. <laughs> so we had actually one uh, participant who was really, really a beginner in programming. So I uh, put her with a mentor who was also uh, only starting to learn Angular, but already knows programming. And um, uh, she's been building websites and other, uh, uh, other um, uh, programming languages or other uh, frameworks. And um, the other ones, the majority were students or um, some participants who were just uh, starting out in, in the field, maybe just got into a job and wanted to feel more comfortable a bit about it and to gain more uh, experience. Uh, but I think mostly students. The event we had yesterday, we had lots of uh, soldiers uh, who are also into technology uh, in their role in the army. 
but also only starting up and learning this and really wanting to get into web and angular so that's also that was really awesome i think about half maybe just a bit less than half of the participants were soldiers that, that is that's sweet that's sweet to be able to reach everybody like that what um are you uh, so do you have the like the material prepped out that people are they expected to kind of go, okay, I'm attending this, I'm going to go ahead and kind of do some prep work on my machine, get ready and bring my stuff in? Or is it something that's like they kind of do it there? Or do you provide machines for them to do it while they're there? Or kind of what the details on that? Um, we want um, the participants to be able to take the work back home and keep working on it. And uh, like, well, most of the people uh, have um, laptops today or can borrow from someone, uh, so uh, we ask them to bring their or their own uh, laptops, and we also have an installation guide that um, they have to go through beforehand. But it's okay if they don't, uh, and we can do it quickly on site. The mentors are there to help the participants even before the event. So the mentors get their group about a week before the event, and they get in touch with them and um, I ask them how they're doing and, and if uh, everything's all right and if they have any problems with the installation and so on. And uh, something uh, also that's important for me to say about the tutorial, I, I didn't write the tutorial all by myself. Um, I kind of prepared um, the, this application, this to-do list, and then I organized a meetup it, which uh, the participants of that meetup, uh, boys and girls, they uh, each got um, kind of a, a commit in this uh, application and had to write a chapter of what to do to get to this uh, commit, to the, to the end result. And that's how the tutorial was built, chapter by chapter. And of course, people have been helping me also since the... Uh, this uh, meetup, they've been um, uh, giving comments and pull requests, and there are things that change. For example, the way you install Angular, which is not Angular Dash CLI anymore. So, uh, of course, everybody uh, helps with that. So, it's also a community effort. So, that's also really, um, really cool, I think. So, I think it's great uh, from the community to be able to help. Uh, foster bringing other additional people, especially girls, into the community. Um, how about bringing mentors in? How do you go about finding mentors? Or if somebody's out there watching now and says, hey, that's something I've, I know Angular. I've been doing Angular for a bit. I'd like to help mentor. How do you get involved? Um, well, you just have to, have to reach out for us. Like, to, if, you, if there isn't an event that's uh, been organized in your uh, area, then you can say that you want to organize an event or maybe help uh, organizing it and that's uh, and we'll help you with that but if there is an event then there's a, a form an application form uh, so we get all the data about the mentors and then we just um, talk to them and we prepare them also before the event we tell them what to expect how, how everything is going to be how to um, work with the participants, how to talk to them, how, what to show them. For example, we tell them that it's really important to show that even you don't know everything. 
that uh, you also search all the time on Google and, and uh, Stack Overflow. You always look for uh, answers. Who does so it? <laughs> Um, I don't know, some people. <laughs> You're not doing this? <laughs> well, I do. And so um, so the mentors, um, we, we reach out for them, like I said, in, in the events here in Israel through, um, through other meetups, for example. So we send a message out to all the Angular meetups and JavaScript meetups. And they don't have to be Angular experts, really. They don't have to be. They, because um, if they're already working as the web programmers, they can quickly go over the tutorial and uh, and uh, what is expected. And um, um, sometimes some mentors are also they also come by surprise. For example, Zach that we have here, um, when we had NG girls at NG Vikings, we had a whole group of mentors, and but then at the same day, Zach said. Hey, uh, do you want another mentor? Can I join in? And of course, of course, if you're into this and uh, you want to help, then you're very welcome. <laughs> so that's how we made our connection. Awesome. So, actually, I'm, go ahead. Uh, I'm actually kind of curious too because the first time I met you was at NG Vikings, and I'm curious about the progression of the NG Girls events and. What are the major differences you've seen between the events, and if some events are more successful to others, what do you what do you think contributed to that? Mm. Um, let me see. So we had this first one in Tel Aviv. The second one was in NG Vikings, with which I also think was very successful. Um, we had one in NG Conf, and. Uh, then another one in Israel here yesterday. Now another mentor of NG Vikings, that's Robert. He um, really liked the idea, and he initiated also NG Girls events back home in Germany. This is, uh, <laughs> this is a sign that the event was really successful when uh, the mentors want to uh, organize their own events and to really get into to NG Girls uh, organization. Um, and uh, we also get feedback from the participants. So I go over it. And uh, well, most of the feedback is really good. And uh, some is also more, um, there are some ideas and some things that they would like to um, better next time. So um, I think the amount of feedback you get is also a measurement for how the event was successful. So it's not about if the feedback was uh, positive or negative, but it's about how uh, involved the people are after the event. Um, that, that's how I see the success of an event like this. What do you say? I like it. Do you agree? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so Let's uh um let's talk about the can you talk a little bit about the state of diversity in tech over there in Israel and, and where you're at? I mean, I know certainly here in the United States we have a lot of people who are we're trying to get this movement and this ground swelling up of hey, let, let's make this change, let's let's start helping um being more inclusive and, 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 and getting 
all these different groups of people um, more into tech and more welcome into tech and more comfortable and, and uh, helping grow all that. What, what's the state of that over where you're at? Um, well, so here in Israel, of course, the situation is not perfect like in the rest of the world. Um, it, it also depends where you're looking, but um, in the Tel Aviv area, which is the really the hub of the startup uh, high-tech um, uh, world, it's um, it feels better in some places, but it feels worse in others. For example, there are uh, big and medium companies such as Checkpoint and Funbox, who have women developers. And uh, it also goes for all other uh, types of diversity, all different kind of uh, other populations. So it's well there. But you have, on the other hand, um, small startups um, and um, other companies may have no women at all uh, as programmers so um <laughs> so it's it's a really interesting situation so um now one of the things that that uh, help guess it's um being um, able to work at this in the army so many people come to uh, become programmers after they've had some experience either as uh, in the, in high school as teenagers or in the army many people learn this during their uh, work in the army and many women are participating in this also so i think this really also gets them into this and motivates them but i also think that um in schools we still have to um work at um, giving um, computers lessons uh, to everybody to uh, get the girls also uh, more experienced with this and to show them that it's not just a guy's thing it's still not perfect in that sense of course we're far from perfect but I am happy to say that there are many women developers here and I've got um, bunch of them on the uh, NG Girls team, so um, it, I see there is a lot of hope. And I hope that in other places in the world also, for example, if the situation is uh, less, uh, you know, a bit worse. Um, or uh, on the other hand, there are a lot of places that we can learn from that the situation there is much better. Actually, also another really interesting thing about Israel, um, this uh, the community of religious Orthodox people. And in the view of other uh, secular Israelis and the whole world, we don't see them really as, um, as tech people, um, science people you know they we don't see them like that but then recently a lot of particularly women there are i think more women developers uh, which are religious orthodox in this community and i talked to them and i'm really surprised because they're really into this they really love their job and um, the community allows this and so 
so that's you, you can always learn something new about um, different uh, populations, different uh, communities, even the ones right next to you. Like um, so, really, just <laughs> I, I was really surprised, and I love it. Yeah, that's that's really one of the most important things about this, right? Is the fact that like you don't know what's out there. You don't know how people are and what they have to contribute and give and and make everything around us better. And and bringing those people in and and giving that opportunity is going to allow us to experience that, right? And to just become better as a whole. And and that's why it's so important that we identify that this type of stuff is going on and and how do we break that barrier down and how do we welcome everybody so that we can, you know, accomplish these things as a unit and, and learn and grow from everybody as a whole, right? Uh, what have you learned from your attendees as well as the, the people at Mentor and stuff in terms of what you're hearing, like, what's needed more? Like, are people saying, like, it would be great if we got X or got more focus on Y? You know, we, we mentioned some of the things in, in you know, welcoming in the, in the education system and the, the training and making it more um, feeling like, oh, that's not for me. But what other things are, are you kind of hearing and, and learning and pulling from your attendees and stuff of, of how we can help and make that better? Um, well, um, one thing that I hear, hear a lot is uh, that they want continuity. They would really love uh, a, a meetup or a, somehow to organize a weekly meeting where they can work on a particular project and really get into things. Um, so I'm, we're actually trying to do that. We also have a pilot of uh, having more experienced women uh, to work on an Angular project from scratch. And uh, we'll see how this pilot goes and then offer it to, uh, to everybody just to, to you know, suggest uh, some kind of open source project uh, or something um, for, the, for some nonprofit organization that they will meet and work on, on this uh, project uh, uh, weekly, in a weekly basis. Um, and uh, I, th I think this is the um, biggest demand that I hear. I also hear about, the, of course, um, uh, wanting to to teach younger women. Um, yeah. I, what, hmm, what, about, uh, what about like the language and the way, you know, we talk within the tech community and the, the terms that we use and things like that? I mean, is that something that's that you're seeing is super important in terms of us changing that lexicon of, of how we describe things currently? Or, or is that not as much of a, you know, thing, barrier to entry? Well, I don't think that we should change the way we talk uh, to have a special uh, lexicon for unexperienced people, um, because that's these are the terms that we use, and uh, they have a meaning. There, there is something behind it. So we shouldn't change it, especially for for someone else. But every one of us has learned these terms and. Um, uh, now, after learning them and getting used to them, uh, we we uh, use them um, fluently. I think um, one of the things that we can do during the workshop and during the other events is just um, is is to teach behind these terms. So maybe 
our role is to recognize these terms, these special words, and to say, okay, uh, wait a minute, do you know what this is? So let me tell you. And we really also um, tell the participants that they're really free to ask anything all the time. That's really, really important. But still, a lot of them are too shy for that uh, or think that they can manage by themselves. Uh, we would really, really like to, uh, to see them ask more because that really helps. Also, for me as a programmer and my other programming, uh, programmer friends, uh, guys and girls, one of the things that really helps is an environment that you can uh, feel, ask anything, and uh, that whoever will answer you will do that uh, in a really kind way and um, show that uh, it's okay, you know, it's okay not to know. It's uh, perfectly uh, okay to ask. There are no stupid questions, right? Yeah, and that's something Only that's not questions only that are not asked. Yep. And that's not only between you as a teacher and them as a student, but that's everybody else that's around that environment at that given time, right? I think it's important for, for everybody who's there. So if you're sitting in a meetup, you're sitting in one of these workshops and somebody asks a question and they're not asking you, but you're there, you know, you can have subtle ways, your body language, your, your just responses, your little noises here and there to help indicate to them that like, hey, yeah, because I think there's a lot of the most of the part of people think like, I don't want to ask that question is because they look around at their peers and other people and they're like, I don't want them to think that I'm stupid or I don't know something, right? So just these little reinforcements that you as an audience, you as another member can give to them is going to make them feel better about asking that question and make that environment safer, right? And I think that's important for all of us to think about because we really do want everybody, uh, any skill set to be asking these questions because we're all going to learn from that, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That goes to every every meetup that we have, every event, every um, every workplace. Um, thing important to make everybody feel uh, more comfortable. It's not just a diversity thing. It's it's uh, great for everyone. There are always people who are more juniors. Uh, who feel afraid for their position or something like that and uh, would be a bit more shy to show that they don't know everything and this can really build up a frustration. So that really goes to all of us. Yeah, it's definitely a much bigger issue that you really need to embrace what you don't know or that you don't know things. As I look back at my career and some of the questions that I asked people and I was like, what was I thinking? I should have known that, or I could have looked this up. But at the same time, that's what helps you learn. That's what helps you grow. So you still ask those hard. questions to me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like to make you feel smart. <laughs> and and I, I in a group it. setting, it's not only you learning that, but everybody else who hears your question and gets that answer gets to learn from it. So you know that's that's another benefit there. Um, so it's, again, it just like somebody said, there's no stupid questions, you know, because somebody's going to learn something from that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay. So love what you're doing here with all this stuff. It's, it's very awesome. It's got to be very rewarding for you, I'd imagine, uh, to be having this impact and, and helping spur and make this change. Uh, we really appreciate it across the board. How, how, where can people find out more about this domain name, that sort of thing? Yeah, so uh, ng-girls.org 
you can see uh, some information about how to contact us in the uh, next events. We also have the Twitter uh, handle, of course, NG Girls. Sorry. <laughs> um, just look for us. Uh, we have a meetup group on meetup.com, uh, also NG Girls. And we have a Facebook group, but it's not active enough, but maybe now it will be. Um, so, like I said yesterday, I really want to tell about this event. We had a real awesome event with um, a, with mentors that I think you guys could can recognize their names. Uh, we had uh, Pascal Precht and Ari Lerner and Christoph. Uh, oh, I forgot his uh, last name, Chris. Um, um, uh, who else? Let me look uh, really quickly. Um, hmm. Christopher Noring, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Sunny Yusuf, of course. Um, Minko Getchev was there. Asim Hussein. And uh, of course, my uh, uh, my partner in NG Girls, uh, Robert Willemelis from uh, Germany. And we had a few local, um, other local uh, uh, mentors from Israel. So all these uh, mentors, especially for a conference uh, two days ago and they and I just asked them if they want to volunteer for this so that was totally entirely volunteering basis they could have done something else here in Israel they could have had a whole day for themselves to walk on the beach or to travel here but no what they uh, decided to do is to come and uh, help out to all these uh, women uh, to get into coding, to get into Angular. So that's really, really amazing. And, and <laughs> that's also a sign that something here works, that people want to help and people want to uh, support uh, these kinds of things. Uh, to all the mentors uh, that came yesterday, really, it really warms my heart. Awesome, very awesome. Sounds like just things are going great with that that whole program that's set up. So really, really looking forward to more. Speaking of more of that, um, let's talk about uh, NG Atlanta, Zach. Uh, so NG Girls is going to be a part of that, but uh, there's this underlying you know, mission and idea of what NG Atlanta came about to be. Why don't you give us a little rundown on that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm very, very excited about having NG Girls at NG Atlanta. Uh, I think it's going to be really exciting. Hopefully the biggest event for NG Girls so far. We'll see how many people we can pack in there. Um, but I, I guess it would kind of help to share the start of NG Atlanta, if that's okay. Um, it, it really started the first week of, of April. And um, my boss and I were actually uh, having a conversation in his office. And he, he told me kind of a heartbreaking story about how his eight-year-old daughter came home one night and said, she didn't want to be a scientist anymore because girls can't be scientists. And he and I looked at each other and we were both pretty upset about that. Um, and the week later, I'm coming back from vacation and um, my kids are in the back seat sleeping and I'm looking at my daughter and I'm thinking, you know, what can I do to make tech more welcoming for her? Um, I can support women in tech on Twitter. I can have uh, women on my team and make sure that I'm um, you know, helping them to be, achieve everything they can achieve. Um, but what can I do that's bigger than that? And I thought, well, I could try and organize a conference um, and, and make one of the goals to uh, for the conference to have at least 50% of the speakers be women in tech. 
And once I decided to set my mind on that, I got home, uh, hopped on Twitter, started messaging people, and three days later, 85% of our speakers were women. And um, that was a, a big shocker because initially I thought that was going to be really hard to do. And once you make that one of your goals and, and you, you publicize that and you say, this is something that we believe in, um, you'd be really amazed at the people that circle around and, and want to help and support that. Um, we, we since expanded the, the speaker base and we've added more speakers. And right now we're at 71% um, of our speakers are women in tech, which is still amazing. Um, and it, we're, we're going strong. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I think that, uh, I think a lot of people are waiting for these type of opportunities. Like Shmaila, you mentioned that all the people that were like, yeah, I want to help out, right? Let's do this. And Zach, all this, you know, the, the quick people jumping on it to, to have this, people want to have these avenues of, I want to help. I want to do this. I want to promote this. I want to, you know, um, go on this mission, but where do I do that at? And, and this conference that you, this idea that you came up with and, and this platform is, it's awesome. I think people, yeah, people just jumping at it. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because I thought, I thought that the speakers were going to be the hard part. Um, and that was the easy part. So now I've, I've actually set another goal for myself and the other organizers to try and get 50% of our attendees to be women, um, which is a much harder challenge, uh, at least, it appears to be a harder challenge, um, and, and that's what we're working towards right now. Yeah, that's that's got to be a, a big challenge, right? Like, how do you how do you reach that and 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 connect with that many potential attendees and stuff? I mean, not to mention the fact that you're putting together an entire conference, which has its own giant challenges, right? Well, I, th I think that the first part really came down to. Um, making sure we had a very clear code of conduct and that that was published and available to everybody. Um, we, we, that was one of the first things we put on our site. Uh, we've been trying to connect with um, different organizations that support women and other underrepresented groups. Um, we reached out to Women Who Code, Girl Develop It, um, a lot of other organizations and are, are giving them free tickets. Um, we made it really easy for people attending the conference to donate as part of their ticket purchase to sponsor underrepresented people to come to the conference. Um, I mean, we're doing anything and everything we can think of to try and help. So, um, and we even started a scholarship program. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we're trying to do. Um, and I lo love ideas and feedback because we're always trying to make it better. And I think you're doing a really good job at promoting that, that you're doing that stuff too. I mean, you're making it very visible that like all these things that you just mentioned, you're constantly getting the news out there that, that you have those things available, right? So people are aware that they can do these sort of things and they have these channels and stuff and many multiple ways that people can help this movement, this goal, right? Absolutely. Cool. So, okay. So give me the, give everybody the details about NG Atlanta. When is it? How do they find out more information? Where do they buy tickets? That sort of thing. Yeah. So, um, February, February 1st and 2nd is the actual conference and it's a single track conference. And, uh, we were extremely intentional with it being single track. We wanted to make sure that we won't putting a, a new speaker or a, a female speaker against a male speaker or just, we didn't want any issues around that. Um, so we decided we're going to go single track. That way everyone has equal time. Everyone's going to get an equal audience. Um, and it's, it, I thought that was the best way to handle that. Um, we also have two days of workshops. Uh, there's tons of workshops being uh, created right now. 
and we're constantly tweeting those out and updating our site. Um, and the, the website is ngatl.org, uh, ng-atl.org. Um, and uh, tickets are up right now. We have our early bird tickets going, and and that's uh, it, it's going pretty well. And we do have a discount code, right, for Angular Air listeners? Absolutely. Uh, there's a, there's a little bit of a plug for Angular Air. Uh, yeah. So there's an Angular Air discount. It's uh, ten percent off our early birds even. So um, that drops the price even more. So uh, definitely a huge supporters of Angular Air. We absolutely love Angular Air. Awesome. And that's uh, Angular Air, all one word, right? All one word. Yep. And is it case sensitive? I, this, I brought this up last week, and I'm like, I don't know if it's case sensitive I, or not. Or so I could I could I could check right now. I think I do the case sensitive. Okay. I could, I could so, add both to fix that. So it's Angular Air, all one word. Maybe capital A, capital A for Angular and Air. So yeah, it's yeah, it's capital A, capital A. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Okay, so um, wait, 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 I want to continue. So Angular Air and NG Atlanta. Um, will we be able to do a show from NG Atlanta? Absolutely. I, I already asked for it. <laughs> so hopefully it happens. Yeah, yeah, we're we're definitely going to plan that. Uh, maybe multiple shows. I don't know. Maybe we'll do some interviews and stuff like that. But uh, definitely want to have a presence there for sure. For sure. Well, and I also want to call out something something else too because um, it looks like a lot of the companies are also getting behind what it is we're trying to do, and it would be really nice to um, shout out to GitHub because um, they saw what we're trying to do with NG Girls, and they wanted to participate with that, so they're going to be adding a free workshop for NG Girls as well to teach them GitFlow, which is if you know Angular and you know Git, you're you're dangerous. So that that's a good thing, right? Um, so that's that's really exciting to see that enterprises and other companies in the community are getting around, um, getting behind NG Girls, and they're extremely supportive of as well. And that's that's exciting to me. Yeah, thank you so much for that. Thank you. Thanks, GitHub. Thanks, Zach, for helping with with that. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's that's going to be a great topic. Um, obviously, something that's key to kind of the whole ecosystem of of building and. And writing code and stuff like that, so uh, that's going to be really cool. And then from GitHub, that's that's going to be great, I'm sure. GitFlow, that's that's challenging, um, but it'll be great. So what? Um, GitFlow. <laughs> what was that? Say it again. I said I still struggle with GitFlow. I should go to that one. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Totally. Totally. So what? Uh, what kind of topics and and speakers we got showing up at NG Atlanta? Uh, we have a whole gambit of speakers. Um, most of the topics are going to be um, around Angular and technology surrounding Angular. Um, but at the same time, we also have topics on community building, uh, compassionate coding, all really essential stuff for not just your, your, um, the, the actual code that you put out, but also how do you keep those around you um, and, and build that community. So that's, we're trying to get it to be about a quarter of our talks are soft skills talks. Um, so that we can make sure that that, that everyone's really well-rounded. And is that going to, uh, do you have plans to stream that or share those videos online? Absolutely. Uh, we're, we're for sure going to share the videos. Uh, if we could find someone to help us live stream it, uh, maybe Angular Air, um, that would be uh, something that would be really exciting uh, to do because I know there's a lot of people who want to, to attend that may not be able to make it, and we want to make sure that we can make that available to them. Very cool. Very cool. So, um, this your first conference that you've ever organized? 
Yes. Um, so it's, it's a little scary because I had to sign on the dotted line for the venue, the food and beverage, the, all, all of that. Um, and uh, that, that's a scary moment when you commit to that, the amount of money it takes to run a conference. Um, but luckily, I've, I'm really lucky to have people around me who have done it. Um, one, of our, one of our co-organizers uh, just did We Rise in Atlanta, uh, Angel Banks. She's been fantastic. Um, Chris Judd, who's out of Columbus, Ohio, he helps with the CodeMash conference. There, he's helping out as well. Um, and uh, Frosty from NGConf has been giving advice. And obviously, nobody can forget Tracy Lee, um, who just wrapped up NGCruise. She's been helping quite a bit, too. Um, and just everyone in the community has been extremely helpful, uh, giving advice, and, and I've been incredibly appreciative of all, of all the help and support we've gotten. Yeah, that's a lot of work to do all that stuff. Um, is, it, is it a new hotel that's being built right now or something? Yeah, the hotel's not even done yet. <laughs> so it's, um, it's under construction. It's supposed to complete the month before our conference. Uh, we're actually their first tech conference. They, they challenged us to try and take down their Wi-Fi because they're in a Google Fiber hood and they think it's not possible to cap out their Wi-Fi. And uh, I think we could try to do that. And uh, a lot of Angular CLI installs will definitely help. And um, the, the other interesting thing is that they we're also trying to push their capacity limits as well. So they could fit 1,000 people. Uh, and we're going to try and hit that our first year, which is a extremely aggressive goal. But you know, hopefully, we can do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we got some challenges there. That's pretty cool. I, I think the Wi-Fi challenge will be something that a lot of people. It's kind of a, a double-edged sword, right? You're like, oh yeah, I want to take that challenge on. We could totally smash that thing. But then you're like, are we going to be without Wi-Fi because we did that, right? So do we hold off and do that the very last day or what? Oh, I, I like that idea because then you could tell everybody in the audience to try and live stream the conference if we get if you get that set up. And then you have everybody sitting there trying to watch a live stream. That sounds like it. horrific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that, hey, that, that number, uh, trying to get that many attendees, I mean, I don't know. You've got a, a really solid speaker lineup, uh, a bunch of topics that sound uh, super valuable, right? Um, and yeah, then the, think, just the whole mission and, and what, it's, what the plan is of, of what you're trying to accomplish with this whole thing. I mean, it, just it's. I mean, for me, when I saw it, I was excited about it. It was a must-attend event for me, and and I got to imagine it's just a matter of really getting the word out as much as possible. But once people see it, they're going to see the value in it for sure. Oh yeah, we have. I mean, the speakers are just amazing, and they're people new faces in there too. Um, but there's a lot of uh, speakers that everyone's going to know, and um, some speakers that don't usually speak at Angular conferences too. But that, and that's pretty exciting to see other people coming along and, and supporting this mission. Yeah, and the, the other thing that we talk about a lot is um, the fact that it, these conferences give you an opportunity to network in, with our community, with our Angular community, and, which is super inclusive and, and super friendly. Uh, and so it's not just about coming there for the topics and for the content, but it's also being around everybody in our community and getting all the emotion that comes out of that and the passion that grows out of that and the connections, um, those are all going to be there as part of being there at this event, right, um, in February. So, so, so much value, so much value. People, you got to go. So 
Um, with uh, I know it's still a while away, uh, or a decent while away, uh, Zach. But with this all coming up, and I know you've got your hands full of trying to organize and everything else, but some sort of motivation has to be there, some sort of excitement. Um, what are you most looking forward to with the event? Um, dang it, Mike! I hate you. You're gonna make me cry. Um, <laughs> I I want to I want to be able to look at my kids and say that that we did this, and and this is what. I did to give back to the community, and this is, dang it, I hate you, Mike. <laughs> um, it, it's just, it's just that that feeling of showing that it's possible, and, and that we can do this. It is. It's such a great mission, um, and so important for us as a community. You know, not only in Angular and in tech, but across the board and in humanity to be able to, you know, focus on these things and, and do these things for our fellow human beings that we exist with, right? And and to put that effort in and to help draw the people out that, that want to do that sort of thing, right? Again, it's not just about you creating this platform and, and, and going on this mission by yourself. But there's so many other people that want to do that with you and want to help with you. And, and you're giving this opportunity for everybody to do that. So you're not just empowering um, the inclusion of other people into our community, but you're empowering the people that already exist in here to help contribute and, and make that a reality as well. So we, we certainly appreciate everything that you're doing with this uh, conference and we're really looking forward to it. Um, you should be super proud of, of the work that you're doing. And, and I know your, your kids will be super proud. Um, I hope to do the same thing with my kids, you know, my, my daughter to be proud as well, make, make this, this situation that, that everybody can be a part of. Yeah, we need to get your daughter more involved rather than just running in at the beginning of the show. We'll get her on a future episode. Yeah, she's got a, she does a lot of stuff. She does a lot of dance. She's been dancing since she was three. Um, and she's just starting to get into theater and performance, and she loves that. You know, uh, she does tech future pretty well. Resnick. What's up? Future Shy Resnick. Totally, totally. She's a, she's a comedian as well. She loves doing that. I, You know, she's not... She's not as excited about the tech stuff. Uh, maybe someday she will. Maybe she won't. Um, whatever she wants to do uh, is pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, but you know, having a daughter, it's the same sort of thing. I mean, you, you think about uh, having a kid in general. I mean, you think about these things of of giving them uh, this opportunity to be a part of of all these great things, right? And it's important that we do whatever we can to to provide those platforms and provide that support. And so it's great. That's an excellent point. Uh, Zach, quick question. So I know uh, part of the uh, issues with some conferences, and not issues, uh, but one of the challenges is to provide activities um, for people traveling there, whether or not they're bringing kids with them. Uh, do you have anything planned uh, yet or possibly in the works to be planned uh, for kid activities or anything like that? Yeah, that's a that's an excellent question. Um, one of my favorite conferences is Code Mash, and they're in Sandusky, Ohio, and they have the advantage of being at an indoor water park for their venue, um, and it's incredibly kid friendly. And they actually have a kid track that runs at the same time, and they have more kids than adults, which is incredible for a conference. Uh, and I, I looked at doing something similar for uh, NGATL. But just the logistics of organizing a conference and also running a parallel kids conference, um, that's uh, it's something I didn't want to try and bite off the first year. But it's definitely something I, I would like to look at doing you know, in subsequent years, assuming everything goes well. Because 
obviously it, that's that's the feeder program. I mean, you look at sports; they all have feeder programs, and that that's how we get people into tech is by by getting them excited when they're young and keeping them excited. Well, maybe there's somebody out there that can help you on that mission. Somebody listening, or or somebody can help contribute, you know, a solution for that potentially even earlier on that could step up to the plate and help. I don't know. Absolutely. They could hit me up or the conference up on Twitter. That'd be fantastic. All right. So any last details on, on that? We got the domain name. People can buy tickets right now. How long is the early bird run for? Early bird is going till the July 31st. Okay. And do you have, um, do you have anything worked out with the hotel that as they buy tickets, people can get, uh, rates to the hotel or, or whatnot? Um, so the hotel is a funny one because we're trying to get a thousand people to the conference and the hotel, it has 300 rooms. So that's an adventure. Uh, but th there is a lot of hotels nearby. Uh, but so it, the way it's going to work is we're going to go down the ticket list. So the people who bought tickets first um, will be get first dibs on rooms and the people who bought workshops and the conference will get first dibs amongst that. So Hopefully everyone gets what they need, but we'll, and we'll try to make sure that everyone get, at least gets a room and has a way to get to the conference. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, we're uh, nearing the top of the hour, so we better wrap it up, do some picks, and uh, call it a day. Um, so let's get into the picks. Uh, Mike, you got something? I have one pick. Uh, Angular, or not, uh, TypeScript 2.4 was released, uh, like, about... I don't know, 15 minutes before the show started. So it was released kind of, I believe, sometime last week. Uh, but it is 2.4 is out. So string enums um, is one of the big features within there, as well as a few other things. Um, the link will be in the show notes. Cool. Cool. So uh, then new version of CLI here pretty soon that'll support that TypeScript? Maybe? Yeah, we'll see what my afternoon looks like. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Cool. All right, Austin, what do you got? Mike stole my string enum uh, comment about 2.4. So, like, it is, I've done this so many times, enumerations as constants and whatnot. So, those are now first class citizens as string enums now. Um, also, I mentioned Webpack 3 last week. Uh, I actually had some time to upgrade and check. Uh, I'm suggesting everyone to check it out and upgrade as soon as possible. I had zero breaking changes, and I shaved about 100 kilobytes off my download package. So pretty big, awesome changes. Shout out to, to Sean for overseeing all that. Awesome. Awesome. All right, my pick is uh, Grid Critters. It's a second story course by Dave Geddes. I don't know if you guys have anybody's seen the uh, first one, the Flexbox Zombies. Pretty cool. Um, he's starting the pre-sales of his second course called grid critters and it's all about css grid and stuff like that so should be pretty amazing so that's my pick all right uh Shmuela, what do you have uh all right can i share my screen i want to show you the magic <laughs> um, all right Spotlight's do i have to do you. something for that screen share so you just, yeah okay okay so uh, you're going to see all my tabs now. Oh, oh, oh uh, <laughs> I got lots of tabs on Chrome. Uh, killing it. OK, so this is the Angie Girl uh, website. But besides that, um, something old and something new. So something old is the OctaTree. It's a Chrome plugin for GitHub uh, in which uh, it opens up 
the whole tree of the project here on the side. So you can see now the Angular project and just browse through the files and go to a specific, through the folders and go to a specific file and also download it from this tree. Um, so I find it really, really useful just to browse through uh, projects like this one, like Angular. Uh, the second one, which is new, is uh, uh, the um, um, talk by uh, Christoph from Tatra. Um, uh, he, we had the meetup uh, last week in, um, in Denmark, and he was talking there about uh, machine learning. So this is a really great talk, and I really recommend you to watch it. Oh, stop screen, stopping the screen share. <laughs> One other thing on that same that same uh, tool that you were showing, the OctaTree, there's also one called OctoLinker, which lets you actually be able to click the packages. Like if you require a package or something, you can actually click the package and it'll take you to that like NPM repo. So that is like, that's my favorite one. It is so helpful if you're like looking at a project and you just like really quick want to see what this package is or something like that. It's, it's totally suggested. Yeah, that one was pretty cool. Very cool. All right, Zach, what do you got? Uh, I got two. Uh, one was something uh, that I, I did last night, but I think more people should do. 